we're joined here today with Arnie Kulabernigan, and she spent this past summer researching at Harvard University, uh, which was very cool. So Arnie, what exactly were you researching at Harvard? So the aim of the study was to essentially characterize the expression of NOPR in key regions of the human brain that are specifically involved with regulating uh, emotion processing and have been linked in the past to psychiatric disorders. And so NOPR is just a nociceptin orphanin FQ peptide receptor. And so it's a seven transmembrane G protein coupled receptor, which belongs to an atypical class of opioid receptors. It's atypical because structurally it bears resemblance to the classic opioid receptor family, which includes mu, delta, and kappa opioid receptors. However, it doesn't bind opioid ligands and instead binds with the ligands NOFQ. However, K-dynorphin A, which does naturally bind to the kappa opioid receptor, also binds to NOPR, and when in the same neuron, NOPR is co-expressed with KOR with suspected opposing effects. So we looked at a number of different regions, including the dorsal prefrontal cortex, nucleus accumbens, putamen, amygdala, cerebellum, nucleus accumbens, and orbitofrontal cortex, and these regions were chosen mostly because we wanted to look at a wide range of regions, especially because we were looking at control human postmortem tissue, but also because they're key regions of the human brain that have been involved with emotion processing and are linked to psychiatric disorders. So mostly my job was like collecting these samples and performing western blots and then analyzing the four isoforms of NOPR's expression in these various regions. So that's so interesting. I'm very interested in this. Uh, So you touched on the purpose of NOPR receptors, but do you think you could expand on that a little bit? So the NOPR signaling system, it has been studied quite a bit and it is thought to play a role in pain and inflammation. And the activation of the NOPR signaling system has been implicated in decreasing dopamine levels in the reward pathway. It's also been found that social defeat stress in mice tended to induce depression-like symptoms and behavior, which increased NOPR gene expression. So it's clear that the NOPR signaling system could play a key role in developing pharmaceuticals for psychiatric disorders. However, we're like limited by the lack of information regarding the expression of NOPR itself. So it'd be helpful to systematically map out the distribution of NOPR in human postmortem tissue controls. Cool. So a lot of relationships like with um, mm-hmm. psychiatric stuff. So do you think there's a difference in the type or number of opioid receptors in people with opioid addictions? So unfortunately, I can't give you too many details as the study is still going on. We have completed the Western blots for the control human postmortem tissue and the control long Evans rats. And we've now moved on to studying them in postmortem tissue of patients that have been diagnosed with neuropsychiatric disorders. Um, in addition to this, one thing we did consider when analyzing the data were covariance or confounding factors, such as like age, sex, whether they smoked, if they drank regularly or used drugs, whether opioids or not. Because when it came down to looking at the obviously blended tissue, we saw that some of these patients were on morphine drips for years before death, Mm -hmm. and that could obviously affect the opioid receptors. Right. That's really cool. So this sounds like fascinating research. How did you go about getting this position at Harvard? So specifically for the U.S., I spent time growing up in the U.S., so I have a visa to work there. But I think there are just as many great, if not better, and more convenient opportunities in Toronto and Hamilton. And so I genuinely believe that cold emailing is one of the best ways to build connections. Um, I actually had a friend once jokingly tell me that it's easier than asking someone out. (laughs) Like, if they say no, you probably won't have to see them again, or they just won't reply. But if they say yes, hey, congrats, it's pretty awesome, right? right? (laughs) So it's really important to just 
just be like persistent and not give up because someone out there is bound to give you a chance and it's such a great learning opportunity like it's totally different from learning in like a classroom environment rather than like something hands-on and doing it yourself and personally I had a really early start my first volunteer lab position was actually I made fly food three times a week (laughs) and it's been really nice to like reflect back on how much I've learned since then so yeah Awesome. Yeah, you've come so far. It's so great. Uh, thank you so much for talking with us. No worries. Very um, glad. <laughs> yeah, so that was Arnie.